Hello, everybody. How you doing out there? We're back. We're back, baby, and we're live, and we're better than ever. It's 2021, <laughs> and we're back. How you guys doing? Wow, it's um, been a while. I'm a little rusty. That was an all-timer <laughs> intro. No, I like that. That was good. <laughs> Listen, you can't capture lightning in a bottle that, twice. That, that, that voice you just put on, I don't know where it comes from, but I like it. <laughs> Welcome to Clear the Hurdles. It's been quite a few months since our last season. We wrapped up December 2020, and now here we are, May 2021. We had a little bit of delay. Life, Life happens, and technical difficulties certainly happen. <laughs> we can blame it on the technical d- difficulties, even though those arose like less than two weeks ago. <laughs> but yeah, no, li- life happens for the most part. And plus some technical difficulties. Don't, that, that doesn't help the situation. Let's just put it that way. Absolutely. But you know what? We're back and we're plugging away and we're going to show up for you guys. It's good to be back. It feels weird. Just sitting in front of this mic, have not done this in a while. And again, I know I say this all the time. You're used to being in front of a microphone. I am not. I love a microphone. I know you do. Yeah. And this is all just on the fly. No scripting. So... It is what it is. Don't it's let real that turn, and raw. Yeah, don't let that make you turn off this podcast now because we do have a plan for today's episode. We're going to get course. right into we it. Have but a before we get into the crux of today's episode, I think we just wanted to take this time and reintroduce or introduce ourselves to those who have never heard us before and uh, just tell you a little bit about ourselves and what this show is and what we do. Absolutely. So our show is called Clear the Hurdles. My name is Vanessa and my co-host is my husband, Andrew. That's me. We are newlyweds going on nine months now and we wanted to start a podcast together just to do something creative together and hopefully um, just encourage and uplift any listeners out there. This is our first time doing a podcast and we just, we have a lot to say and we feel like it's important stuff to kind of get out there in the world. Um, We are a faith-based podcast and we are called Clear the Hurdles because we like to touch on different hurdles in life and how we clear them through kind of a biblical perspective. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's well said. And we are newlyweds, we're millennials, and we're kind of bringing like a fresh perspective. I do want to interject and just say that uh, regardless of your faith or where you stand spiritually right now, that that uh, doesn't mean that this podcast is not for you. Because what we talk about is everyday stuff, everyday problems that pretty much all humans go through. Um, some of them might be more particular to our age group, but really, actually, generally not. We're usually talking about just issues that I think every person can relate to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this podcast is for everybody. Yeah. So we're so excited for all of you listeners out there. And like we've always said, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please shoot us a DM on Instagram. We're at Clear the Hurdles. We're on Twitter, Clear the Hurdles. Um, I think we're on Facebook, Clear the Hurdles, YouTube. I'm not sure about Facebook. And I think we have an email. Clear the hurdles. At gmail.com. I think so. Yeah, that's, so, that sounds right. <laughs> we're definitely on Instagram. We know that much. Yeah, so. find us at clear the hurdles. At clear the hurdles. All right. Well, 
for this episode, as I said, uh, I think we're just going to get into just uh, uh, t- telling uh, our story and who we are so that you know who we are as, as you continue to listen to us throughout this season. And I know people have asked me, people who listened to the first season, uh, who had asked that they wish that we did that more. Just give us more of your background. Um, wh- what uh, just tell us more about yourselves? Mm-hmm. I know we what we what we were doing in season one was kind of we would touch on it here and there, uh, just anecdotally. Uh, but um, uh, as we went through our each episode, but um, I think today we're gonna break it down a little more, just to give everyone out there listening a little more insight into ourselves. Yeah, and in the coming season, we also yeah we want to just show you pull the curtain back a little bit on how we got to this point Mm -hmm. because definitely certainly a couple of years ago we would never in a million years be talking about our faith in this way or having a podcast so we definitely want to rewind a little bit and kind of just explain our history a little bit more Yes, and um, this episode, I think it's going to be mostly me telling my story, which if anyone who follows us or knows us uh, might be a little surprised by that because I think it's safe to say anyone who knows us knows Vanessa's story. Vanessa has a very uh, um, uh, dramatic, emotional, um, uh, kind of miraculous story of her um of her faith and her coming to the Lord or the Lord coming to her. And um, if you don't know it, you could probably find it out there on, on social media and on her social media. She talks about it often. And, um, and if you've ever listened to this show, I'm sure you've already, you've heard it at least a couple times. Um, miraculous story. Uh, and almost, uh, um, you can make like a movie on your story. I mean, that, that's, it's like straight <laughs> out of a movie. It's crazy. Um, but, me, on the other hand, I don't open up that much. I don't really tell my story that often. And when I do tell it, it's always coming after Vanessa's story, which is it's <laughs> a tough act to follow. I'm always trying to like mirror the emotion of what happened to Vanessa. And I, and I just can't. It's, I, we don't have the same story. But what I did want to do um, today is talk a little bit, at least about a snippet of time in my life um, uh, that kind of hones in on my story and on my faith and my uh, my coming to Jesus moment, if you will. Um, and so that's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to take you to a place in time uh, that kind of better explains that. Um, now, I think where where some of this comes from is I, I I'm going to use this opportunity to kind of I don't know set the record straight. Not that I'm on some more path to to correct everyone who might have a wrong thought about me because I don't really. I don't really care that much because I have my truth and I know what the truth is. But um, I, I know that I at least have, I have friends, family out there, maybe even strangers who might be listening to this who think that if you, you know, believe in the Bible, if you like, if you have all this Jesus talk in your life all the time, that you must be, you know, not smart or... Um, <laughs> brainwashed. Yeah, or brainwashed or wow, you really regressed in the way you th- used to think because, um, you know, I've always been an uh, uh, intellectual type. So uh, the reason that I think people, that friends and family of mine think that is because I've heard it directly from certain friends of mine. And by the way, those friends that I have heard this from, I appreciate you and um, I thank you for saying that to my face because when you said it to my face, 
it kind of just reaffirmed to me that I was like, wow, okay, this, this is definitely what a lot of people are thinking that I know in my life. It's probably what my family's thinking, my, my friends, all that. Um, and, and the, the, the confrontation kind of went something like this, uh, you know, uh, I don't know where all this stuff is coming from in your life. Like mm. what, who, what did this to you? Who right. did this to you? Did, did a pastor get into your brain and brainwash you? Did Vanessa come into your life and brainwash you? Um, and I think we should also make note that people are saying this because, there was a shift in both of our lives. We did not grow up in the faith. We did not, we weren't always this way. Good point. There was a point in time where there was a huge shift and a huge change where everyone noticed. Yes, well, good point. I, I should have mentioned that, but yes. There, yeah, this, this, this was like a dramatic change that happened for me. What was it, 2017? Yep. Um, uh, and, and again, for me... Unlike your story a little bit, mine didn't just happen like snap, like one day. There was, there were certain things that did snap in one day, certain things, but, um, it's been a journey and it still is a journey, by the way, uh, th this journey of, it's of a never ending it journey. never stops. So I, uh, this story will keep adding to itself as I go on throughout my life. But where I'm going to take you, I guess, is to a point of, I mean, I guess you could technically say, oh, it all started, it all started at birth. Uh, like, I guess, <laughs> you know, nothing's for nothing. I was on this journey from the, no, I, I mean, that might be true, but that's not where I'm going with this story. I'm going with pretty much right before my transformation happened. Um, so again, I, 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 where, where was I in saying that I, uh, people had confronted me saying, okay, yeah, right. They, what happened to you? Something happened to you. Someone brainwashed you. Someone got to you. Um, you used to be, you know, such an intellectual thinker. Now you, now you believe in this, like what went wrong? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, that's yeah, kind of harsh. Yeah. So, and, and, oh, and it was, that was a difficult, those were difficult words to hear. And by the way, I don't blame anyone for saying those words to me or even thinking them because I would have 100% thought and said the same thing to anyone else in my life who, who went through the transformation that I went through. And if they started talking all this stuff about Jesus and the Bible and uh, I'm going to church now every day, I'd been mm -hmm. like, oh, you're, you're, not, you're not wise. Right. <laughs> you're not smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what no, happens to true. you? So I don't want to think... Uh, make it seem like you're crazy for saying that or thinking that out there because you're not. Uh, I, I completely get it. I know why you would think that. I know why you would say that. Um, but with that said, I want to take you to the time of my life of where this all kind of started, this journey um, started for me. So for years, I had always just, uh, I had been struggling, just um, kind of just how every uh, uh person growing up and, and transforming into adulthood has these struggles, you know, struggles with anything, struggles with growing up. I don't want to Growing pains. Yeah. Growing pains. I don't want to make it seem like I was going through anything special or different than anyone else. Cause I wasn't, it, this is, this is, and that's part of why I'm telling this story also, because I think a lot of people can relate to this, this, uh, unlike Vanessa's, which is. Yes. Mine is very, um, yeah, again, one of a kind. Yeah, it's one of a kind, and, and not completely one of a kind. There's other, unfortunately, course, other people with those actually, stories, yeah. but um, it's not something I would say the everyday quote everyday person can just relate to because, like, oh wow, that's they'll agree it's a crazy story, but they can't put themselves there because they they weren't in the same situation you were in. Whereas me, nothing. I'm not. I wasn't in some crazy situation. In fact, um, I mean, my upbringing. I had a very blessed 
upbringing leading up to this point of my transition into adulthood. I mean, I was, I grew up in a, in a nice suburban New Jersey town, um, like an affluent area. I went to great, uh, a went through a great school system, had great parents that are, uh, were married, still married today. Great example of marriage. Um, I had siblings who were great. Um, you know, everything on paper is, is great, but just again, when I, when I got to this point of my life, uh, where I'm transitioning into adulthood, it's just, you, you have struggles. And I, I, I was going through uh, depression and, um, just what, what do I want to, where, where is my life going? What is the purpose of life? What is all this about? And, um, and I was kind of stuck in this, in this down, slow downward spiral of, of, of that, and that put me ultimately in a rut that was tough to climb out of. It's interesting because you just said like you had everything like oh, yeah. on paper. Like I, I hear people say all the time, like you have nothing to be depressed about. Oh, I always hear that. And, and, afor- and unfortunately, and uh, that's just not how it works. It's not how it works, but it's just, it's interesting because I know a lot of people can relate to that. Like you have everything, but still you have like this longing in your heart, but right. you can't like pinpoint what it is. And yeah, and it's not just even material things. It's not even that I had so much, but even the, the immaterial things that fulfill you love and support. Uh, mm. I had all those things yeah. and still do. And yeah. I'm blessed to have those things. And um, great family, great set of friends around me. Um, given, even given all of that, I was going through something internally and um, searching for something. So you were unsettled. Right. So uh, and I'm getting to this point because I want to I want to make it clear that um, this where I came to now, where I am now is not a regression. It's that if you had seen me in those years, though, that was regressive. Those were regressive years. And I think anyone who does know me could see that. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with you, but it is some sort of regression. That's regression. Where I am now is progression. And I'll get to that theme as I go. Um so at this point in my life, I'm, I, you know, I'm searching. I'm searching for answers. I'm questioning everything. I'm questioning um, uh, the, the, the purpose of working. Why, wait, why do we work so much? What's the purpose of that? Uh, why do I work five days a week or more to rest for, to re- quote, rest for two? Um, what, I'm chasing the dollar. What's a dollar? Like, what is that? Mm, and, you were going really existential. Very, very existential. I lived in an existential place for a long time. And I don't think I'm unique in that. And I know I'm not because I see even now on social media. And um, I guess this is a lot of like millennial stuff that's posted. But also I think I think Gen Z might even be worse with it with their depression, depression and anxiety and loneliness. And I see these um, memes or, uh, or posts all the time that are always questioning these things. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember when I thought that. that so these, aren't, these weren't unique thoughts. And mm-hmm. that, that p- actually part of seeing those things online is what has inspired me to talk about it a little more. Because I'm like, wow, there's a lot of people who are, who are in that rut that I was in. And, mm-hmm. I, and I know it, that, or that existential place, which is where I was. And I, I mean, Vanessa, when I tell you it was crazy thinking, it was crazy thinking. Like... Um, I, I was like convinced that I was in the wrong. I'm. I'm. Something's wrong here. Like I'm. I'm. I'm living in the wrong era. I'm living in the on mm. the wrong planet. Yeah, you've said that to me. That this like something's wrong. Yeah, I'm like no. Th- like this life does not make sense to me. And I. Why is it making sense to everyone else? Like why is everyone else just going through it and living it? Like it's 
doesn't make sense. And I know you've mentioned to me a couple times that like if you saw like a happy person, you would think, oh, they don't get it. Yeah. Oh. Because like, why are they happy? There's no reason to be happy. Well, that's, yeah, that, that's, that's, that was like probably in my darkest place, like having those types of thoughts. Yeah, exactly. I could, I would see someone laugh or be happy and smile and be like, you're stupid <laughs> for being happy. Like, yeah. don't you see there's nothing to be happy about? Don't you get it? Man. That, that, so I was in like, a, that's the place I was living in. It was not, it was not good. Um, but Something did take a, transform my life eventually. I won't, I won't keep boring you with those details. I think I've painted enough of a picture to tell you where I was. And, and um, I, basically, I was searching. I was searching for like, wait, what, I, I'm searching for this world to make sense to me. And, it, and, what, and, ha, it, and the purpose. The purpose, all of it. Like I didn't, because it, 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 for the longest time, it didn't make sense to me. And in still some ways today, it doesn't make sense to me sometimes. But I'm in a different... I have a different outlook now. Um, and so when I was coming out of this, um, you know, I, there, there were some miraculous things that happened along the way, but I want to kind of keep it in this vein of kind of my intellectual journey on it because I think in talking about faith and, uh, and um, having words come out of, my mouth, out of my mouth like God and Jesus that people just don't equate that with being intellectual, they, they see that as something completely separate and apart from being intellectual. But for me, my journey of faith is very much an intellectual journey because I need that. I need that intellectual explanation and, and stimulation. I need it to make sense to me before I can go any further. I won't just blindly follow something or blindly believe something. I'm, I've always been someone who, who questions, who, who interrogates, who cross-examines, and I still do that today, even with the faith, and 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 you've witnessed. It. I I used to do it to you early on, and I don't. Know, and that was probably unfair of me because you were just a brand new Christian. So, and again, Vanessa mentioned this. We didn't grow up grow up in the church. I think people that might surprise some people about you, especially because of how vocal you are and how out there you are with your faith. Yeah, I I've only we've only been Christians for four years. Yeah, brand new. We're so, still babies, technically. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. We're growing. We're growing. And like this, this thing, this road that we're on is a journey. So, um, as I'm like find looking for answers in my life, I, you know, I've, I've read some of these, these modern, um, uh, philosophy books and I'm not going to name any by name cause I don't think that's fair. Cause there's like a million of them and I don't want to just name one or two, the ones that I happen to read. And, um, it's like these books that you read, uh, uh that have like these cool sayings throughout it's like oh wow this is the truth i just read the truth mm -hmm. and people and people still talk about these books with me all the time they'll always say oh man you sound like you've read this i'm like actually i have read it but <laughs> that's not where that's not where what you what you're seeing poor out of me is coming from it's not coming from that book these modern philosophy stuff is like it's crap um yeah. and it's all you see online too these like these these one word these uh quotes you see on like instagram that people like retweet and put on their story I mean, it's who are those people? Are I don't know, quoting? but it's not it's not like it's not the answer. It's it's they they sound good, they feel good. And by the way, some of them every now and then I see them and I'm like, oh, that's actually a that's a biblical quote, but it's not attributed to that, um, which right. is interesting to me. <laughs> anyway, um, so you know, I, I I explored that. I went through those things. I, I found some uh, um, uh, answers, what I thought were answers, in reading those things. But in, in the end, those answers never really lasted. 
they were all temporary. They satisfied you for a moment, but then you just they weren't life changing. away. My life was still the same. Right, but they gave you temporary comfort. Yeah. So again, sticking with this theme of this intellectual journey, I just open my mind. And and by the way, there was other things going on here. I had actually I gone to church because um, I was like I was open to trying things and looking and, and looking in other places that I might not have looked for them before. And church, by the way, would have been like one of the last places ever. But I, but I went there. Um, and it kind of gave me new perspective of uh, the Bible. What kind of church did you go to? It was a, it's a Baptist church. Mm-hmm. So I'd never been to a Baptist church before. And by the way, I grew up going to church, um, a different church. Again, I'm not going to name it, but uh, not, not Baptist, not a, uh, or maybe I should. No, I think it just gets confusing because it's so complicated. So we grew up more in a religion than we did as followers of Jesus. Right. So I just want to make that clear. So when you went to this new church, it was like a Bible believing church. Yes. Which again, the people out there listening who don't who don't aren't in the faith probably still don't know what that means. Cause I probably would have heard that 10 years ago and have no idea what you're talking about. I'd be like, what do you mean? Like the church I go to has the Bible. Right. But what does that mean? Bible believing? I don't think people really understand that. And it's not like I go to some weird, strange, like offshoot church. Like it's a Baptist church. Like it's, it's right. <laughs> it's not like I'm, we're doing like very weird things there. Like uh, chanting or, uh, speaking in tongues or, or wearing weird costumes or doing any of that. It's yeah. like a pretty normal place. Um, anyway, so where was I? Because I know I'm rambling. I need, you to inter- I need you to jump in here and, and give me pointed questions because I know I'm just going off. <laughs> I'm, and this is probably interesting no one but like my parents if they're listening. <laughs> All right. I'm just trying to see. I'm just trying to understand because they can just go in so many different directions. I know. So it, you, okay. So because it's a long story, but I'm trying to keep the theme of like my intellectual journey because I, I want it to be known that you don't have to lose your uh, intellect to follow ha- Jesus. Yeah. Right. right. In fact, it, for me, it's like, it's so much the opposite. And that's what I'm getting at. So uh, I, I, I had become open to the idea of being interested in the Bible from a historical perspective. So I've always been like a history buff too. I was like, okay, well, let me look at this book only for this reason, because it's, it's old. It's been around for so long. It's still widely purchased and read like number one. That's it. So that, that, and it stopped right there. It's so that was the point that interest part that interested me. It was like, wait, this is a very old book. And it's like still in publication and that's kind of just interesting. So let me start there. And that's what kind of um, allowed me to, to just start reading the words of the Bible from an intellectual perspective, like from a historian perspective. I'm like, and that's where it started. And then obviously it changed the way I interpret it changed from there. But um, uh, what I found in that, in that book and reading it in that is that this had answers to to these things that I was struggling with for so many years right and And that book was written thousands of years ago and it was addressing your questions in the year 2017 and I'm thinking wait let me flip my perspective here maybe we're not getting smarter and more advanced as time goes on we we certainly are in certain respects technology and uh, you know you actually see in material things we're advancing no doubt about that but maybe just from a um uh 
a psychological perspective, are we really advancing? Because all I see around me are depressed people who are miserable. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm wondering, was it always like that? I don't know. Um, But that that thought then led me to led me to think like, okay, well, maybe the people back then, all those thousands years ago, years ago, knew something we didn't know. Maybe they had some sort of connection to something or to each other that we don't that has been lost on us. Um, So again. Being stuck in this in this place where I'm thinking, this world doesn't make sense to me. It, it, it's it's cor- it, this is a corrupt world. This is just like it 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 it's unfair. Like, wait, why does this person this person was born into a uh, um, a situation where they were given all these things? Maybe they right. had an inheritance or a trust fund or whatever. And I wasn't. Wait, how is that fair? Life's not fair. Struggling with all those things. And the answer is, rather than trying to work so hard to make life fair, it's like I just settled with the answer that like, yeah, no, life isn't fair. And that is, and the Bible discusses that at length, at length about the fallen world and the fall of man and yes, how this world is corrupt. I mean, Genesis 6.12 says, so God looked upon the earth and indeed it was corrupt for all flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. I mean, all of these, th- this theme is, is prevalent throughout, especially in, in, uh, in, in Genesis, where it really, that's kind of how it all starts. It's like the man w- was corrupted right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, okay, uh, they're kind of running with this idea that I had. Maybe, maybe I'm not looking to cure this world. Maybe I'm just looking for acceptance of this world as, as it is, rather than say, let's, not, let's make this corrupt world not corrupt. Let's fight for that. Maybe I'm just looking to fight for acceptance of this corrupt world. And that is, is like what the Bible has done for me in so many ways. Because it, it, it does settle on the fact that like, no, no, you're right. It is corrupt and it is unfair and it doesn't make sense. And people are not nice to each other and not good. Um, but it's because you're longing for a relationship with God. Right. We we as humans have a severed relationship with God. Just if we want to get into biblical, biblically speaking, because of Adam and Eve, the original sin that every single human is born with that sin. And that basically just means we're separated from God. We're, and, and people uh, of, of the Judeo Christian background uh, agree on this point. If they, if they are really studiers of it, uh, and that includes, um, religious Jews as well, saying, uh, knowing that they're separated from God and they're waiting on the Messiah to come. They just don't believe he's he's come yet. Um, I think it's really cool that that Genesis um, verse you read, Genesis six twelve. Genesis is the first book of the Bible, and God said the earth was corrupt in the first book. Mm-hmm. And so there you go. So there you go. I'm, and, I'm it, that that's hooked me in now because I'm like, wait, all right, that they're. This is giving an explanation to the corrupt world, and I've never had that explanation before. All I hear, heard around me before that was trying to fix this corrupt world. And I think it's something we still, and just to go on the theme of, of, of hurdles and clearing the hurdles, this is like one big hurdle I, I think I'm kind of talking about today, um, which is just like dissatisfaction with the world around us and, and understanding that it's, it's wrong and, and corrupt and it needs fixing. Um, I've just re- I'm just resigned to the fact that this world is not going to be fixed. And I know that sounds very pessimistic. And um, 
uh, it's ironic that it's how pessimistic it sounds because really since I've come to this acceptance that this world is never going to be fixed by me or any other human, I've actually become more optimistic. <laughs> I have more hope than ever. I have more joy in my heart than ever. Like the smile on my face is back. Those smiles that I used to make fun of when I saw them on other people like are now on my face. Well, another great thing about the Bible is that every single book after Genesis, it's it's a, a way to navigate this fallen world. Exactly. It, and that's why it's so important to be in the Bible because it literally basic instructions before leaving earth. That's what the Bible is. It gives you all the things you need to navigate this life on this earth well because said. it's not easy. And I think it, it's very well said. And I think it really, and, and I don't think, I know it, it, what it comes down to, to find your peace. And, and, and I want to say, I don't want to say happiness because you're not guaranteed happiness. You're not promised happiness. Um, because I don't want anyone to think out there that, okay, just do this and you'll just be happy and full of like joy at all times. Um, you will have joy in your heart in that you will have peace. You will have peace because you, like you just said, you'll, you'll, you'll learn how to what, navigate yeah. this corrupt world. Instead of trying to white knuckle, steer the train, uh, steer the car into um, making this world an oasis and, and a non-corrupt uh, great place, you'll be resigned to the fact that you can't do that. Right. And, and it's okay because now it's going to tell you how to how to live in it from the back seat. Yes. Yes. And and I'm not going to go too deep into it, but if you become more learned in the Bible, you'll realize that there is stuff to look forward to and oh, that there is hope and oh, a promise a and an, and there's a there's a destination. There, there's the most to look forward to. Yeah. And you know, I think uh, uh, if I'm sure we've lost a lot of people in me rambling right now about all of this, but um, just in, I mean, how long have we been trying to put the hope in ourselves to fix this corrupt earth? I mean, look, we, we every it used to be like every four years. Now it's like seems to be every day. We are talking about politicians and and we're 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 touting our our the politicians that we like and we're. And we're knocking down the politicians that we don't like right. because these, this is, we need this person because or else the world is going to be corrupt with the other person. And it's going to be, and it's going to be the oasis I want it to be with this person. So we need to get this person there. It's like, how many times do we need to fail at that? Because the same problems we have today are the same problems we had 20 years ago, the same problems we had 40 years ago, hundred years ago, thousand years ago. It's all, if we, if we haven't proven yet that man, man can't, change mm -hmm. can't can't fix this corrupt world i don't know when what more proof do we need that it, that's not going to happen just not going to happen as humans we are all innately corrupt it's our human nature and therefore this world will never be the oasis it's that we all wheel. want it to be it's a hamster wheel you can't we cannot put our faith our trust our hope into now man i want to say I don't want that to be so pessimistic where it's like, well, let's not do anything on this earth because what's the, if you're, if Andrew, if what you're saying is right, then why do I, then maybe I should care about nothing. Not true because again, if you, if you stay in the word and you stay in reading the Bible and what it says, it's definitely not saying that. In fact, one of the biggest lessons I can take from it is that it tells you, um, 
uh, and I'll get into, we will speak about God as we go on in this season, but um, in Luke 10, 27, it says, you shall love the Lord with God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and you should love your neighbor as yourself. I think everyone knows that. It's the golden rule. It's really, those are the golden two rules. It's, but people like to leave the first one out conveniently. It's love God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. Those are the only two rules. And if you truly live that, and by the way, I don't live that every day. I'm not trying to say, I, this is what I do and I'm perfect and I, hit, and I nail this right on the head every day because I do not, not even close. We're, if, not, no, we're nowhere near close to perfect and we are still there, human. There is no perfect. We're, human will never be perfect. So, yeah. but in, tr- in remembering these things and, and in leading with love, so like loving your neighbors yourself, in, in, in remembering to lead with that in certain situations where you might not have done it before, that is how you start changing the world around you. That's the type of change you'll see. You're not going to make this earth an oasis, but you can make your own self, your own surroundings a, a better pace through by, by doing things like, for example, leading with love. That would be probably a perfect example. Um, so yeah, so that, and I'll stop right there. And I know this, I've gone on for a while, but um, it, it's a hard story to tell because it's long and there's a lot of ins, a lot of outs. And I kind of just wanted to take uh, this time to give you at least a piece of where I came from and what led me here. And um, all I can say is I, I thank God for it. I'm blessed. I'm, I, I, since, since the Lord has come into my life, I can't even explain how many good things have happened. Um, and more than anything, I'm just, I'm optimistic. I'm happy. I'm full of peace. Um, and, and I just wish I want everyone to feel this. Mm-hmm. That's exactly the point of this podcast and the point of why we do what we do in our life, why I'm so bold on Instagram, why we always talk about this. It's because we want everyone around us to experience the hope, joy, and peace that we have. And just the new perspective that we've gotten because it is such a weight off your shoulders. It's such a relief. And I want to save this for next episode, but spoiler alert, you, yes, you who's listening, you have a specific purpose for your life on this earth. How cool is that? And I kind of just want to help as we um, go on these next couple of weeks to share what that means and how you can discover that purpose because you absolutely have one and it's special and unique to you and God loves you even if you think you may not know him yet or know anything about him or believe that he even knows you he does and he loves you and he knew you before you were even born amen Great segue. So that's in- exciting. So exciting. Booyah. Great, great segue into next week. I thank you all for listening. Uh, I appreciate you letting me ramble there. I'm we love sure you guys. it was very rambly. If you stayed on this far, thank you. I just felt compelled to tell that story today. And, mm-hmm. and if anyone out there has more questions for me, please shoot me a DM, call me, text me, friends, family, strangers. I, I'd love to hear from you all. And just thank you. Thanks for listening, guys. We're so excited for season two. Good to be back. More to come. All right. See you next week. God bless. Wow.